being around the right people is very, very important to staying true to who you are because people will tell you, the right people will tell you, don't do this this way, don't do that that way. Like even Ambus was saying, the way you grew up with your mom at home, the way she advised you, the way she trained you, you didn't see what she was saying, but now you understand why she was pushing you to be a better person because today you can stand up for yourself. I see the walls before me, I feel the cages forming. Seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head off the ground. I see the world before me, I know what change is coming. I hear the world is calling, so I keep my head off the ground. We break into everything. We break into everything. Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. Welcome to the Barabricas Corner, where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Donkor. Today, I'm joined with three guests here. Ambrose, Jackie, and Ifwa from different parts of West Africa, and they're going to introduce themselves. Our topic today is youth and the challenges they face and how they've been able to overcome. So guys, please introduce yourself. Hi guys, my name is Ambrose Kuruma, all the way from Sierra Leone. Awesome. I'm Jacqueline from Ghana. Great. And Ifwa? Hi everyone, I'm Angelica Ifwasengo from the Gambia. Awesome. Ifwa has a middle name, a Ghanaian middle name, but she's Gambian. (laughs) (laughs) She got that from my mom, so because she was one on Friday. Can you guys tell us what you're doing currently? Oh, well, I'm a fresh graduate from University of Sierra Leone for a college to be specific. I did BSc in social work and currently an intern at Long Life Center of Wellness and Prevention, where we deal with therapy, counseling and the lot. I like that therapy. That's something that is coming up in Africa. So I think it's a good thing. Please, when I'm ready, I'm going to be coming to you for therapy. <laughs> Come to the feed, though. <laughs> Of course, of course. It's not free now. Okay. Yes, Jackie, go ahead. Well, I'm also a graduate. I just graduated from the University of Ghana with a degree of in Bachelor of Arts Administration Marketing. Oh, that's good. Okay, so so I'm a final year nursing student studying, currently studying at the Gambia College School of Nursing and Midwifery Free here in Banjo. So currently I'm doing my clinical practice. That's good. You said midwifery. Have you tried to help someone in giving birth? Oh, yes, yes, yes. You have? Yeah, I did 10 delivery. How did that feel like? Oh, the first day, it wasn't a good feeling at all. I nearly fainted. <laughs> but as time went on, I saw it as a normal thing. So Wow. The way I feel when I see a pregnant woman, I cannot even be doing midwifery <laughs> for anything. <laughs> I always feel their pain. So I don't know how you're doing it. And you are so young. Like, okay. Oh, <laughs> right. Let's dive into our topic. What are some of the challenges you faced as youth? I'll start with Ifwa. Okay, so my challenge as a youth, 
growing up is the challenge of uncertainty, like not knowing what to do, not being sure of which steps to take as a young green lady, um, not knowing the right path to follow. Because in the world where we live in now and our surrounding, there are different doctrines and different ways of life that people live. And then all of them seems pleasing. The good ones seem boring. I, as a young person, like something that is not boring. So sometimes I'm not sure of what is the right thing to do or the right path to follow. So this is one of the main challenge I face. That's a good point, that uncertainty, not knowing what to do. And also you look feeling like a, a boring person, not following what other people are doing as well. Wow. Jackie, can you tell us what some of the challenges you face? I'll say, like, if I said, you know, uncertainty is like a very big thing. I can really relate with that as well. For someone who just graduated, I don't really know what I'm going to do after my national service. But then in our society, everybody wants to know what's the next step. What is this? What is that? Are you doing this right? Are you doing this wrong? Like, what do you want as a person is another thing. And I'll say from personally, I'd want to do other things, but Finding capital to do all those things is a challenge. Like I want to venture into a business like an entrepreneur and finding the capital to start up and to establish it is like a big thing. And there's a lot of competition in the business field as an entrepreneur as well, because everyone is doing it. Everyone is doing makeup. So if you want to venture into it, it has to be very good. And you have to have like the funds to like establish yourself and then you work from there. Yeah. Capital is another thing to do business. And also when you see a lot of people doing the same thing that you want to do. But I would say this, that if that's what God is leading you to do, just go ahead because everyone has a sphere that they are supposed to dominate. And the people that are doing makeup already, they're reaching a certain group of people and those people are attracted to them. There are some people that are waiting on you. That is your sphere. That's the people that God wants you to reach. So whatever God is asking you to do, I think that's something you need to search within your heart that if this is what God is directing me to do, and then you go ahead and do it instead of just doing because someone else is doing it. But once it's what God is laying in your heart, like this podcast, it's like almost everybody is doing it. But I feel like sphere that I am rich in, people do not listen to some of the podcasts that I listen to. I mean, people are not really listening to podcasts, but if they are able to connect with me and, and hear this podcast, you'll be like, oh, I like this. I want to listen to her more often. Like I want to listen to the BB Connor podcast more often and they'll reach there. So if I had sat down for me, podcasting was God's will for me to start. So I had to do it. Then that's what I said. When I started Barrier Breakers, I never knew podcast was going to be part of it, but here we are with a podcast. So whatever God is laying on your heart to do, just do. But I get your point where you say capital is an issue. But again, if you plan yourself well, and be like, oh, I need to save this amount of money to be able to start this. I know sometimes we need large capital, but you have to start from somewhere and just keep pushing and let people keep sharing your page or sharing what you do. And you see, before you realize somebody want to connect with you and don't want to invest in you. Sometimes people want to see someone doing something because if you're not doing anything, why would someone invest in something that they're not even seeing any fruit out of? So I'll say that whatever it is, if once it's God leading you, take that step of faith and move ahead and do it. And capital would definitely come in. Ambrose? Actually, in line with all what the ladies have said, FO actually mentioned it first, the 
issue of uncertainty. In my own view, it's low self-esteem, wherein you see yourself as unworthy or you don't see yourself as that person who is capable of taking life decisions in life. And whereas you see others as superior to you, you have that what, what we call in social workers, inferiority complex, wherein you see yourself as not worthy. You're not worthy of, of taking things into your own hands. You see others as the guys or like the ones who are in a better place to do or take decisions. So I believe low self-esteem has been a big thing for me in person with coming up into my early stages of youth. And it's got a big grip of me. Whereas coming to Sierra Leone from Gambia, Gambia, obviously, you know, it's the upbringing you get from there. It's the church-like and upbringing and, you know, so coming to Sierra Leone, where it's like a whole new world, you see different people. And you as someone who has been brought up that humble way and interacting with people of different backgrounds and different upbringing, you tend to be, should I say, shy or because of your upbringing. And over the years, with regards to relationship and what I've experienced in college, I believe that there are certain people, they, they prey on your self-esteem. If you're not the person that is open, that speaks up, that is bold. People actually tend to prey on it. They take advantage of your humility or what so not. So I believe low self-esteem has been something that is a big challenge. And over the years, two, three years, upon getting to another new level of college, I began to develop self-esteem through what I've been hearing from colleagues or sermons and the likes. Yeah, that is so true. Like if I was saying, you look like the boring person, like nobody wants to hang out with you because, and especially like back home, it's more like, church, school, work. Like, I know there's, I mean, there are different places for people to go to in Gambia. It's not really much, but if you are living that life, especially, you know, in that Christian home, it's like church, school, home. That triangle, you know, or square, you're just going around and coming back to the same. And you're not really open to other things. It makes you look like that boring person, like you really don't know what to do. And then you are trying to fit in. How have you guys been able to deal with fitting in? For me, fitting in has never really been a problem because from how I've been brought up, I don't live for people. I don't base how I act on what people think about me. So it's never been a problem. I know I can please everyone. Mine is to please my maker. So if you find something wrong with what I'm doing and I know I'm right with God, that's it for me. It hasn't really been a problem. And I'm really thankful for the kind of upbringing I have from home and from church. It's one of my best qualities, not living for people. But then I would urge people to stop thinking about people's opinions about them. Because if you are going to base how you are going to act and everything based on what people see, then trust me, you'll never be happy because you can never please people. Because even those you laugh with aren't your best of friends. Yes, they are just putting on a show because you're around. So if you are right with God, I mean, pay attention to what your friends or other people are thinking about what you're doing. Mm, That's true. I like the part that you say you're not living for someone else. That is really, really very important. Don't live your life for someone else. Live your life for you. You are important to yourself too. And have that vision and plan for your life and live for you and whatever God is asking you to do. Don't ever live your life for someone else. That's very important. If or do you want to take this up? How have you dealt with fitting in? Okay, so for me, growing up, I used to like, want to be in the good books of everyone. <laughs> 
I literally wanted like everyone to be happy or say good things about me. I always do things that will be good in the sight of people, not thinking about myself. So sometimes I feel myself in some parts because I don't do what I think is right, but I do what people think is right. But now growing up at this level that I am in now, I have figured out and found out that being alone at times is good. Like being on your own, sometimes it's really good to stand out despite what people might think. And this is also one of the challenges I face because now that I'm growing up, I've like, shall I say, filtered out so many things in my life. And like I've stopped doing a lot of things and I've stopped most of my friends now see me that ah, this girl now doesn't want to appreciate because I no longer do what I do. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get her point too. What she's trying to say is also being a people pleaser. You know, you're trying to make sure that everyone else is happy. And I think I used to fall in that category as well, trying to make sure that this person is fine, this person's okay. And before you realize, you don't even have time for yourself. Before you realize all your 24 hours is gone on just taking care of somebody else, you are also important to yourself. Ambrose, do you have any other challenge that you want to talk about? Apart from what I conquered low self-esteem, it has been the thing of, of standing up. You know, coming up, although I was a fun guy to be with, but you put me in front of a crowd and I am ah, I am all freezy. There's this point in my life wherein it was, I don't know if you were present at that time, it was children's anniversary and I was given a memory verse. <laughs> I was given a memory verse and I stood in front of the church in Gambia and I had it, I was so confident that I was going to say it. I had it all figured out. So along the line, I think I got stuck. Ah, oh, my dear, it's as, it was as if I wanted the ground to open up. Let me just end. <laughs> so I believe that was another thing that I was struggling with. It's boldness. But over the years, I think I'm safely saying that I've conquered it. I mean, I can stand before in front of a crowd and so long as I've prepared, because preparation is key when standing in front of a crowd. Because if you don't want to stand in front of a crowd and be blank, come on now, it will see you as... So I believe it's boldness. That was one challenge that I had that I think I am now overcoming. Yeah. Okay. It was going to lead me to my next question, but I have a question. I was going to say, what challenges have you guys overcome? Which I wanted to go back to Ambrose's point and say something, but I'll come back to that. I wanted to ask this question. Have you guys had any pressure of getting into a relationship, like pressure from family or friends, like time now for you to get married? Have you got that pressure from anyone? Well, the culture of Sierra Leone is in your, say, from 23 to 27, you are now eligible to, you know, to settle down. Yeah, very right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. You are being pressured from family members and mostly nine chances out of ten, it's your grandmother or your grandfather <laughs> that is putting pressure because, you know, they want grandchildren, you know, that kind of way. So here is my grandma. After upon graduation, she came over, you know, we were engaged in a conversation. She started bringing up this issue of getting married and she was very serious about it. And saying, we can set up something for you, get you a lady that is at par with you, you know, that is as well a graduate. And the woman was so serious about this thing, as if, you know, I was like, ah, are we really in the 21st century like this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my grandma and, the, and her ancient of days mentality, but I was respectful about it. But I politely told her that 
you don't just bring this is the 21st century. You don't just bring something to the table like that, wherein it's it has to do with relationship or marriage. Because in the long term, if you are not at par, you're not compatible with your partner, you tend to see that's the time you experience a lot of problems in marriage. So I make her see all those reasons. And probably if not, she actually takes it into consideration and and all. But I think that's one challenge as as a man, if I should say, full grown man in my own setup of a family. That was what I was facing. It was early, earlier part of this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Those ancient beliefs, you know, of trying to set people up. I mean, I think some people still believe that it works. Some people are like, you know what, I want to find somebody for myself. Jackie, have you had that experience, like pressure from family? Well, I wouldn't say from my family, I wouldn't say they're giving me pressure. But I mean, at my age, having been in a relationship is a start for something. But I haven't really had the pressure of them asking me to like go and like start dating and doing all that. But it's just a little bit pressure. But it's not like so obvious that something like that. So uh, for my side, I would say I'm good. I haven't really had an experience like that. If what? Mine was when I was much younger in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when all my friends were in a relationship except me. So they tagged me as that holier than thou person. So it's as if I didn't really know what was up. <laughs> Whenever they were discussing about relationships, I didn't have anything to say. Mm-hmm. That pushed me into entering a relationship. And it ended up lasting for just less than two months. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that was it. Wow. Yeah, so that was the only book from my family. No, not yet. That's good. I think we mostly get that pressure from friends, friends you know. Yeah. You need to be in a relationship. Oh, at this age. And, but I feel like at some point, by the time you reach 30, you start hearing, oh, when are you getting married? Yeah. When are you, you going to have kids? I think that's when people are really going to ask. But for now, with you guys, it's like, okay, relationship. And it's mostly friends. Because you're going to see a lot of friends that are like into relationships and they're like, oh my God, I want to be in a relationship. But just take your time. <laughs> Okay, my next question is going to be, what are the challenges that you've been able to overcome? And to Ambrose's point, I was going to say that I remember when Ambrose led a song in church. It was so good. So, I mean, for him to say that he was like muted and he couldn't speak the previous time that children's ministry, uh, memory verse, like that's a shock because looking at that or hearing that to where he came and be like, well, what's that song again? Catching me, catching me, catching me, catching me. Life, life, who me attached to Jesus Christ? Who me? And he was like so on fire and the whole youth were like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> it was so lit. Like it was amazing for no, me to man. hear that. I'm like, ah, that's a shock, you know, and that's a really big thing that you really overcame, that boldness thing. That was really good. Jackie, do you want to say, what are some of the challenges you've overcome? One, I would say, is when it comes to my self-worth, as in, I don't make a lot of friends, but I like to keep a close circle of friends. And someone who is selfless, if you have any problem, you can come to me. I'm such that I don't want to burden you with my problems, but if you have any problem, I'm here for you if you want to talk about it. If anything, in any way possible, I would like to help you. At a point, it was weighing on me so much that I would paying attention to my problems, but like anytime someone needed me, I was there for the person. But I was going through problems of my own, which I wasn't willing to tell anyone. And it was weighing on me so much. 
And these people, and I didn't expect much from those who used to tell me about the problems and all that. At the point, the kind of treatment that I wanted from them, I wasn't getting. It was like I was worth nothing. So at some point, I decided to stop all that. And the kind of energy that you give me, that is what I'm going to give back to you. So that is balanced. I don't have to hide my problems and then solve yours and it weighs on me and all that. So the energy you give me, I give the same thing to you. I'm not going to like give, dedicate my everything to you. I mean, I have problems of my own. as I think I'm still working on that. But so far, I think I'm doing good. I would say I'm doing good. I think that brings us back to your point earlier that you don't want to live your life for anyone else, but live your life for yourself. So, and if you have a close circle of friends that they're always pouring into and they're not pouring back into you, or you cannot even share your problem with them, there's a problem somewhere. So like you're saying, the same energy you exert to me or give to me is what I'm going to give back to you. So if you're not willing to like, I mean, relationship is a two-way street. I know sometimes they're like putting your all whatever friendship you're in, but if you're putting everything into something, you're not putting into anything for you to get anything back. But like in a friendship, we are doing everything for people and or the person and the person is not willing to put in their own, then there's an issue. If what you have some challenges that you've been able to overcome. One of the challenges that I've been able to overcome is the challenge of feeling lonely. Sometimes I feel like I'm all alone by myself. Though I have friends, but I feel this feeling of being alone, which sometimes causes me to get into unhealthy relationships. But I've learned now that it's okay to be alone. It's okay to stand all by yourself. Because sometimes being alone helps you to discover things that you didn't even know about yourself. You have time for yourself and all. So one thing we have learned so now I'm okay. Even though I feel, even if I feel I'm lonely, I just take the good out of it and then invest in myself more. Yeah, in this time of being lonely. Mm, that's really good. I like that part. It's not bad to be alone, but when you're alone, you're able to discover more about yourself. You're able to know more about yourself. And you're able to do things the way you have to do it. And then it makes you know that you're important to yourself and it helps you kind of like make time for the thing. So if you, it's like you have a sense of direction, you're not just living your life anyhow. So yeah, that's what I get from that. Okay. What encouragement can you give to someone who is finding it hard to move on in life? They have peer pressure, social media pressure, family pressure. What encouragement? I just want you guys to give me like a one minute each or 30 seconds each on what you guys can give to encourage somebody just to help them, a young person, you know, let them be encouraged to just keep moving on and not stick to that pressure. I'll start with Ambrose. Yes. What I would like you to say to that person is be genuine with your feelings and have some aspect of self-worth wherein you know that you, you have a belief in yourself that, you know, you're worth it. And the opinion of others, everybody is entitled to an opinion. So be it good or bad. So it's left with you to process that opinion and use it to your own advantage, wherein you either, you either let it affect you or you use it as a source of motivation to go to attain that which you want to attain. That's what I would like to encourage that person. Um, Jackie? So I would say the first thing I want <clears throat> the person to ask him or herself is, who am I really pleasing? Am I pleasing myself or am I pleasing others? <laughs> because if you are pleasing yourself, you wouldn't necessarily go through all the stress 
from, I mean, the pressures from what you see around. And is it right with God? If it's not, then why stress? Just sit down, focus on yourself and explore the things you can do by yourself off social media. And as you bring your mind, you channel your mind back to yourself and you leave the outside world. I mean, you start to get a lot of ideas and then you realize that, I mean, social media is really not worth it. Like it's not worth it. Complying to all the pressures from the world. Yeah. Who you are. What, who are you? You need to find yourself and not, it's when you find yourself, that's when you begin to know who you really are and begin to work in the right way. And then you don't even think about what other people are saying. It doesn't bother you anymore. It's like, that's what they think about me. I, I know who I am in Christ. I know who I am as an individual. I know who I am as a person. And that's where you move forward from. That's very good. Ifwa. So my final words of encouragement to everyone listening is that in the middle of every challenge that you're going through, there is an opportunity for you. So saying that, I mean that every challenge that you're going through, it does not mean that that's the end. So in every challenge that you're going through, just pick the best out of it and move on. Keep moving. That Don't allow any challenge to stop you from moving. Also try to be you in every situation because there's only one you in the whole world and we are all unique in our own ways. What works for others might not work for you. So always be you, be you, be you in every situation, everywhere you find yourself. That's so true. Which brings us to our next segment. The second segment is highlighting a barrier breaker. And this person was the barrier breaker of the month of March. Her name is Esther Michael Eme. She's Nigerian, but currently living in Sierra Leone. And we talked about a lot of things because she has a girls. Um, she's a founder of Music for Girls Initiative Africa. And we talked about a lot of things about girls and everything. And for me, when we were talking, I was like, there's a lot of women empowerment. And I am not against women empowerment. I think we need to be empowered as women. But I feel like the guys are being left behind. Like most people are entering relationships, um, being married. And then the guy is like, I know we have to honor the man. The man is a of the home but the women still end up doing everything and some men cannot really do anything like they can't sit and help their wives or want to be of help to the woman because they feel like they're the man so they just sit there and really not do anything but contribute towards the housing but in this day and age women are also working men are also working how do we navigate and build a home or build a relationship or build a marriage whatever it is so one of the things we're talking about is like how can guys be empowered because it's like we don't want to leave them behind because we need better men in the society we need better men in the homes we need better men you know and i was saying that i feel that women that have sons should take care of that son like someone who is going to be a future husband or a future leader somewhere not just because you're going to be a future husband or something but you're going to be a future leader you're going to be somebody people are going to look up to don't just raise your kids because people are some people would leave their kids their sons to go and play football the whole day <laughs> <laughs> And then the girl is at home doing dishes and the girls are more prepared to be wives or mothers or whatever. But then the guys are left, you know, I don't know, Ambrose, I don't know whether you can say something to that because it's like, I don't know how your mom brought you up, but are you prepared as a man to be 
I'm not just going to limit it to be a husband or a father, but a man that will be able to stand up for what is right and do the right thing, be able to empower other young guys. How prepared are you for that? Well, I, for one, I believe the average Serenian mom, you as well can attest to that, that they are very strict. Because me growing up, I was literally brought up like a lady, a girl, if I should put it in that way. A lady cannot we put it like bluff me in any kitchen, cooking or stuff like that. Except if I've now seen the way mommy has prepared that kind of uh, dish. So I believe, like you said earlier on, it's from the early stage. You know, you train up the child in a way it should grow. So when he grows, he not depart from it. So I believe it's in your early stages, both as a lady or a man, but we are emphasizing on the boy here. It is very pivotal for, you know, for you to engage the boy child in becoming a, a better man in society. Whereas... He can make decisions on his own that will affect him and as well as his surrounding or people that look up to him positively. So I believe it's all in the young age, you know, grooming the boy child in the young age. Like you said, in Gambia, we know boys for playing the whole day. No sooner you're out, you're out from school, another session of football till the evening hours. And probably you don't even go to bed, wash, taking a bath. It's a normal thing. <laughs> I envy that lifestyle, not knowing it was for my own good. Coming up now as a man, I see and I appreciate mom for her as strictness, if I should put it this way. I now appreciate mom and I tell her, you know, I say it's now that I see what you are seeing in the future. Because it will have been something different here. Because in Sierra Leone over here, it's, uh, it's something else. At this age, if I tell you, when I go out with my friends and I tell them that I have not given birth to a child yet, they look at you as an alien. Yeah, that, that's how Sierra Leone is. So I believe it's because of the upbringing that I had from mom and the setup that I grew up with in me being from a church setup here. And coming over here, it really affected my youth and my soon-to-be adult's life. Yeah, adults. <laughs> You're an adult already. <laughs> I have two questions for Ambrose. Are you in a relationship right now? For now, it's complicated. <laughs> complicated, but okay, guys, ladies out there, this is a guy that is claiming to be able to cook uh, and take care of their home. This is a well-groomed, <laughs> is, is this this Holy Ghost field. <laughs> A gentleman, exactly. This is a gentleman right here. Slide into my DMs if you want to connect to him. <laughs> or follow him on... Are you on Instagram, Ambrose? Yes, it's Ambrains. A-M-B-R-E-I. Oh, Ambrains. You see, have you seen that? He's got the brains. He's <laughs> Please, he's there. He's a gentleman in Sierra Leone. Okay. But you can be in any part of the world and connect. If you cannot get him, just go on Barabekas Corner, slide in my DMs and tell me you want to connect with Ambrains. Like, whoo. My second question is going to be, have you seen guys that, like your peers or, you know, that are, yeah, like, oh my God, how is he behaving this way? And he's a man, like the from the training that you've said you've gotten from your mom, I mean, your dad as well. Have you seen that in like in other people? Have you seen other guys that are like not up to that level? Okay, let me just bring this scenario. In Sierra Leone here, it's a norm when you're in a relationship and things go sideways. It's a norm for you to lay your hands on a lady. And I find it very strange coming from the Gambia. I'm so not used to it. So I've been in a relationship wherein is from my fresher years, that is year one. I got into a relationship and my guys told me that it was so strange for me when they told me, if you don't beat her, you don't love her. 
<laughs> that was a facial reaction. And the thing is, as funny as it sounds, true to God, huh? it is so true with some ladies. And I tried to test it one time in my second relationship. I almost, God is my witness, I almost laid my hands on her. And you could tell that she was receptive of the hand. Like she was expecting it. When guys in Sierra Leone, when we hang out and they tell me of relationship, you know, how they are violent with ladies and how it is a norm for a lady to be beaten, to feel accepted or love. Not all Serenian guys do. Let me put that across. But there are few that are educated, but they are still illiterate when it comes to dealing with a lady. Because I believe, for one, me growing up, because I was so surrounded with ladies from Gambia, two sets of twins, your sisters, the Mendes. So I moved with ladies. So I had so much respect for ladies coming over here. And let me say this one thing. When you don't do as per the usual, you are time to be a weaker man. That is just sad as, as it should be. So it is strange when you hear, in the past it was strange because now I'm used to hearing such. When you hear that guys do such and they feel... You know, if you don't do that, you are not a man enough. Well, whereas in my own view and in my own upbringing, it is totally wrong. And I'm not saying this to appease anyone that is yeah. listening, but it is totally to lay your hands on a lady. It is totally on man. Yes. And for the fact that a lady was receptive of it, that shows that the person does not even have self-worth for themselves. Me, the moment you try and even slap me, I have packed my bags long time. Like, for what? As the hand rises up. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'll be like, what? No, 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 no. I'm just leaving. I'm not going to receive that. And that's because the person doesn't know their worth. Because when you know your worth, and you don't have to be in a relationship to know your worth. That's why, like Jackie was saying earlier, know yourself, know your worth first. Because when you know your worth, then you know that no one will come to you and even try to raise their hand. Because when they do, you know that this is not where you're supposed to be. Because they can kill you. They can kill you. Upbringing is very, very important. Jackie and Ifwa, you know, I mean, you are ladies. Have you seen, I don't want to talk about the ladies because I feel like there's a lot of women empowerment, but then hearing this as well, it's like, ladies, we need to know our self-worth. Know that you are also important. So Ifwa and, um, um, and Jackie, have you experienced like seeing guys that are not, you know, or I, or I don't know, maybe in this 21st century now, there are better guys out there. They are well-trained. What do you think with this social media and everything? Have you guys seen anyone can start? Personally, I haven't really seen any guy being violent around the lady. Because I don't know, from my upbringing, like ladies are really respected. I mean, both sexes are really respected. And it's not something I have seen and I really want to see. But for me, my limit is when you raise your voice at me for a necessary reason. Like right. that is it for me. I wouldn't wait for you to raise your hand. You just raising your voice when it's not necessary. That is it for me. Like, because I know my worth and I mean, treat me like I'm nothing because my life matter. Yeah. I was actually also going to say like, well, my question was asking, have you seen guys, if or you can answer that, but have you seen guys that are not just with violence, but also being able to take care of their home? Like Ambrose is saying, I can cook, I can clean. Have you seen guys like that? Or are there still guys out there in 21st century guys that are not even, they're still in that football mind? <laughs> playing around. I think now guys are becoming more responsible. Like here in the Gambia, we know these guys like to be sitting at home, marrying two or more wives and the wives will be bringing food on the table. What they do is to just sit down, brew attire from morning to evening. When it's time for food, they eat. 
But I think now looking at things, I see it as like it's reducing. It's like they're becoming more aware of their responsibilities. Do you think it's probably those around you? Um, I'm sure maybe, yeah. Those that around those that are around me, like I see them as responsible. Yeah. That's good. That's good. It just boils down to you being around the right people as well. As young people, just be around the right people because it will really help. And being able to tell like your friend, having the right friends is important because you're able to tell them when they are wrong, they're able to tell you when you are wrong and you're able to help each other grow. I think that's very, very important. Okay, so we'll go to our next segment, which is the Let's Talk Tuesday segment where I've asked a question on social media where we discussed it. And I know this is one of a tricky one, but I guess it's something that we've just been talking about. Basically, this is a question. Life's journey tends to question our purpose of existence. Through it all, how have you been able to stay true to who you really are. I'll start with Ifor. How have you been able to stay to, um, true to who you are? The first thing is discovering my purpose here on earth. That is what has kept me going. And because that helps me to know my purpose of existence. Like this is what God wants me to do. This is the way he wants me to live. So everything boils down to doing what pleases him. So through it all, that is what, like, I just keep myself confined in that particular lane. As Jackie mentioned earlier, like pleasing God, because that's the main thing why I exist. So through all the challenges, through the journey and all, I just always pray to God that I want to live a life, a purpose-filled life. Yeah, I want to fulfill purpose. I just don't want to live life anyhow. But I want to live life according to your will, work according to purpose. So through it all, that's how I've been able to say to who like I really am. Because I know, like I said before, there's nobody like me. I'm the only me. So my purpose here on earth is unique. So that's it. That's very true. Jackie? Okay, so for me, through all the challenges, I know there's a God I look up to and I want to do a lot for, there's a lot I want to do for God. So that's like the number one thing that keeps me going because I know he has plans for me and I also want to give myself willingly for him to use me for my purpose so like do everything even through the hard times when I don't even feel like praying or talking to God it comes to a point when I know there's a law he has for me I just have to open up and to my family my family have been like very supportive through everything and I really, really want to please them. That's one. And I know for one, they want to see me accomplish everything that I set my mind to. So that's like the second thing that keeps me going. Yeah, a very supportive way to God. That's good. Good. Ambrose, how have you been able to stay true to who you are? Well, I for one believe that every day presents new opportunities. So I believe if I fail today, I believe there are thousands of days, God willing, with long life and health that I can accomplish what I mm. set out to accomplish, even though I failed. So I have the mentality of pursuing and going for that which my heart wants to do. So I believe every day is an opportunity. If I fail today, tomorrow is for me to learn from my failure and be better at what I am doing. So I believe it's every day is an opportunity to yourself. Yeah, that's so true. I was saying um, on social media when I posted the video, I was saying that I find myself asking God, help me to say the right things at the right time, to do the right things at the right time, because 
that's part of how you stay true to yourself. And Mom Bruce, to your point, every day brings an opportunity. And, you know, once you start praying that prayer, God will bring experiences that will make you have to work your way to be a better person and how you grow and learn. And so even though God brings things your way that will help you, that will make you have to learn or act the way that you have been praying for, I believe that, like Abru said, every day is an opportunity for you to learn. So if you fail that day, you can just get up again and learn and grow. The Bible says a righteous man falls seven times and rises, I mean, falls and falls seven times and rises again seven times. So no matter how much you fall, just get up again and keep moving. So yeah, I find myself asking God, help me to do the right thing, help me to say the right things and staying true to yourself. And also back to Jackie's point, being around the right people, Jackie and if I said that, you know, being around the right people is very, very important to staying true to who you are because people will tell you, the right people will tell you, don't do this this way, don't do that that way. Like even Ambrose was saying, the way you grew up with your mom at home, the way she advised you, the way she trained you, you didn't see what she was saying, but now you understand why she was pushing you to be a better person because today you can stand up for yourself and do the right thing. Today you can say, I'm not going to be this woman. Today you can say, I'm going to take care of this person the way God wants me, the way God is asking me to all, even in your heart of hearts, I just want to be a better human being. I just want to be a good person. I just want to live right. The Bible says, I'm love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if I'm not loving myself the right way, how am I able to love other people the right way? So it's very, very important to ask God, help me in this area. We're not perfect beings. You know, God, help me in this area to have the right people around you that will speak into you, that will speak life to you, that will tell you the truth. If you're not around friends that cannot tell you the truth, then there's a problem somewhere. You need to set that right. So this brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you guys so much. I know it's been a crazy one today, but it's been good. I really do appreciate you guys. You have been amazing. And I pray that young people out there will understand and be encouraged with everything that you have said. And I hope it blesses somebody. Thank you guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in the Gambia, West Africa. Cause they can hold us down. We break into